Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Neil Piper, and this is Soot and Whitewash, episode number 27, I think. Uh, episode, man, I should have checked that first, shouldn't I? Um, episode 27, I think, although I'll confirm that in a little while. Um, right, uh, today's show, by some god-awful coincidence, is powered by Andrew Bartram, it would seem, uh, from the Lenses podcast. Um, don't know why, just a lot of Andrew Bartram-related stuff happening i guess um so i'm going to be shouting out two cool companies uh two cool websites the one of which i have uh, had experience with one of which i haven't but don't worry because andrew bartram sends a call in about the other one um there is talk about the uh photography a pinhole day photography meetup that me and yes andrew bartram have put together um there is news about Andrew Bartram's new large format photography podcast. And right at the end, if you can handle all of that Andrew Bartram goodness, there is uh, just a last ditch effort to get you to know, if you don't know already, about the photo walk at the UK photography show that, yes, me and Andrew Bartram and a bunch of others are going to. So, yes, if you think you can handle all of that Andrew Bartramness, then stay with me. Join me after the break. Cheers, guys. Hey guys, how are you all? Hope you're all good. Um, it's been a while since I've recorded a show. Um, thought I'd get a little one out this evening. Um, there's no one home, so what better opportunity when uh, it's all nice and quiet. So just wanted to, yeah, like I say, record a little show, touch base, um, just check in have a little chat about what I've been up to this past couple of weeks and what's going on in the next couple of weeks. And um, yeah, so let's get on with it. So if you've um, if you've looked at my, my personal Instagram feed recently, that's at Neil underscore Piper, you'll see that I've been um, becoming quite involved with a few um, alternative processes, I guess, if that's what you could call them. So particularly I've been become really interested in cyanotypes so I wanted to have a go at, at making some obviously and I thought hey I'm gonna mix all this stuff up and make my own coat my own paper yada yada and then I swiftly realized that hey that was a silly idea but I should probably buy probably buy a kit so um, I bought one of these I can't remember where I got it from I think it was silver print that I bought it from uh, one of these pre ready to go kits and yeah, that was it. The chemicals arrived just in their sort of raw powder form. Mix it with some water. There's instructions in the tin, uh, in the tub. I forget how much, but mix it with water. There you've got your two, your part A and your part B. Your cyanotype chemistry you, get, you, you make up and you have what's called solution A and solution B. And then when you mix them, solution A and solution B together, they then become light sensitive. You then coat them on your paper, let it dry and away you go. So I mixed these up and I coated some some paper. The, the kit came with some paper and there's plenty of solution left over. So I started coating some other paper. And that was great. Been having a lot of fun doing it. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about really. Um, after I'd done that, I wanted some more. So I decided then, yeah, I was going to mix my own. Um, I say it like it's a really complicated thing, but I was going to make my own solution A and solution B. Um, somehow um but then i kind of realized that all it really is is these these two chemicals there's no sort of mixing mixing your own 
well, you do mix your own, but there's there's not loads of raw chemicals or anything that you need to deal with. So it is literally just two chemicals kept apart and a mix of water. So I gave it a go anyway. So I wanted to give a shout out to the company Wet Plate Supplies. Now, if you've listened to Lens's podcast, you may have heard Andrew um, mention Wet Plate Supplies um, on their show. It was him. He he dropped. I think he texted me and let me know about them. Um, after he saw what I was doing. So yeah, I looked on on the website and sure enough, wet plate supplies uh, in the UK don't just sell wet plate supplies, they supply supplies, Jesus, a lot of words, supplies. They supply <laughs> chemicals and accessories and etc. etc. for many types of alternate processes. So they're good enough that when you go onto their website, which is wetplatesupplies.com, there's a little tab at the top and it will allow you to pick the um, alternative process that you're working with, cyanotype being one of them. So I'm just on it now. So you can pop up on there and you can buy the stuff you need for it. So cyanotype solution A is water and potassium ferrocyanide. Solution B, water and uh, what was it? Ferric ammonium citrate, I think it was. Um, anyway, and they they um, have a little special going on at the moment. But I don't know if it's just at the moment or if it's all the time. Anyway, they, you can just buy the ammonium ferric citrate and the potassium ferrocyanide all in one handy little pack. Uh, I think that was twenty twenty pounds. I think for those, which I thought was fairly reasonable. So <clears throat> got me some of them, and I thought while I was there, I would um, pop another couple of things into my basket for something else that I wanted to do, which was caffeinol developing. So I don't know if any of you guys have, are familiar, I'm sure you're familiar with, whether you've done it or not is a different thing, but whether you're familiar with, with caffeinol is um, basically a homemade developer, but made with, with instant coffee and a few other fairly easy to source bits and pieces thrown in there. Now, I really like the idea, I've liked the idea of um, using this for quite some time. Um, but it's one of those things, you know, where I've never had the time and the opportunity to really try it. And so basically, caffeinol is, as I say, it's just water and instant coffee, um, absorbic acid, which is basically which is just straight vitamin C, and sodium carbonate. Now, sodium carbonate is the, the one that I was always having the stumbling block here because a lot of the things you read and... It's genuinely, I don't know, generally American um, writers and things that, that put this information up. But they say, oh, don't go out and buy sodium carbonate, go and buy washing soda, because it's exactly the same thing. Um, and that's that's the case. That is quite possibly the case. I think Arm & Hammer washing soda is what everyone recommends. But these things in the UK are slightly, it's, it's slightly grey as to what they are. So we can't, at least I can't, go into a supermarket and buy washing soda. If you're in the UK and you're now shouting at your phone going, what are you talking about? It's available in blah, blah, blah. Then please, God, let me know. Because um, I can't find it. I mean, you can go on Amazon and you can buy this Arm & Hammer washing soda. I don't know where they import it all from, but I never see it on the shelves or anything here in the UK. Um, so that was one of the main sort of stumbling blocks as to why I'd never done caffeine. I was because I wasn't 100% sure of what this washing soda stuff was. So, and there's various 
again online um what am i talking about um like instructions instructional things about how to make washing soda from soda crystals or something like that and i tried that a little bit and it didn't work and i just thought you know what screw it like wet plate supplies they sell sodium carbonate for photographic purposes for alternative processes so you know what nuts to it i'm buying i'm just going to buy some of that and i did and that was yeah quite reasonable i think i paid it like fiver for 500 grams half a kilo of it so i was happy with that to be honest to save the sodden around trying to find this easy to come by stuff so yeah coffee which i bought from my local supermarket the cheapest that they had apparently the cheaper the coffee the better the results I haven't had a chance to test that out because i've only done it once to be fair coffee sodium carbonate stroke washing soda stroke whatever the hell it is and topped off with water aside from that that's it the other sort of optional thing that you can put in it is um potassium bromide now that is apparently and again from what i've read uh available in a lot of pharmacies <clears throat> excuse me i'm not sure what its pharmaceutical use is but apparently you can buy it in pharmacies i didn't bother because it was optional and that makes it sound like i didn't do it i did do it it is optional apparently it reduces the the fog level the level of base fog in the film um, but again as i was on wet plate supplies they sell potassium bromide at a reasonable price again so screw it i bought i just bought some now if it turns out that you can buy it in the pharmacy and i can in the uk buy it in the pharmacy if that's the way it goes then yeah i'll um i'll if it's cheaper i'll do that by all means please uk listeners if you've done this and you know this hit me up that'd be really helpful so yeah so i mixed up this um caffeinol um you have now i'm not going to go into this too deep because i have only just started i'm not a knowledge a fountain of knowledge uh, about it um but there are at least three different and i think substantially more but there's at least three that i sort of know and have read about um concoctions i think they call it uh, basically dilutions um in sort of normal developer speak um i did have them written down but uh like a fool i didn't bring that piece of paper in so we just rather unprofessionally go and grab it I'm pretty sure I know where it is in this uh, big old pile of crap. So basically what I'm trying to say, there's three, there's three different dilutions. One of them being um, a super dilute for stand developing version, which is what I, what I went for. Sorry, this is so, so unprofessional. But then when have I ever led you to believe that I'm a professional person? Nah, in there. Of course it's not. Um, so... Yeah, there's at least three, probably hundreds more different dilutions for it. Uh, the one I went walk for was a stand developed one. Um, and off the top of my head, I can't remember, but there's a, like, a lot less of um, one of the, or, or more of the, the chemicals in it. So it's the, like, you know, with normal stand developing. Oh, God, what am I trying to say here? Sorry, I'm getting a bit of a headache. Um, Normal stand developing, like I think I've mentioned before, is just like a very dilute developer, like not very much developer in a lot of water, and you leave it for, well, I generally leave it for an hour and a half. It's the same with, with this caffeinol, and I believe off the top of my head it was uh, caffeinol CL, I think it's known as, and there are the other 
variations are <coughs> excuse me um sort of denoted by a letter as well anyway i'm going to stop talking about kathmar now because like i say i'm not the the be all and end all i don't know everything about it i just know what i did anyway yeah so i mixed up this dilution the uh, dilution cl and i put my uh, roll of what was it delta 400 i think it was 120 delta 400 that i'd hastily shot during the day um because I wanted to try this that evening. Gave that a nice stand developing there for an hour and a half, I think it was, 90 minutes. And then the process is just as normal. Um, actually, it's not to be normal. It can be. Let me just set this right. So my normal black and white process would be developer, stop bath, fix. Now, I am of the... Um, I, I do use... And there's a lot of debate about stop bath or water, stop bath or water. I do. I choose to use a stop bath because... Uh, that's how I learned how to do it, and I prefer the idea of an actual stop rather than a, like a, a direct stop, an acid stop, an immediate stop, that's what I'm trying to say, um, of the developer rather than a sort of slower one with water. So that's how I'd normally do it. In this case, um, with my sort of caffeinol, with it being so brown and stinky and just generally not very pleasant, I didn't want to get any of that into my regular stop bath so in this instance i did i done the developer for about 90 minutes with the caffeinol sorry for about 90 minutes and then i gave it a wash so i washed it in sort of 20 degree water for a couple of minutes until the water in the tank was coming clear skipped the acid stop bath altogether and then just went on to my five minute fix like i would normally and then just wash and um photo flow and they came out really good um the problem that, not the problem, but with hindsight, um, I should really have used a film that I was more familiar with. Now, I used this roll of Delta 400 because it was pinhole, obviously, because that's just apparently what I do now. And it was a bit of a, not a horrible day, but a bit of an overcast, cloudy day. So I thought, well, I'm not going to run with my normal 100 or 125. I'll go something a little bit quicker, and then I can make my photos quicker. And yeah, yeah, yeah. With hindsight, yeah. I should have really have used a film that I know how it looks in Rodinol, which is what I would normally use so that I could compare it against this Caffeinol because it came out it came out really nice. It came out well developed and quite contrasty, which is what I which is what I want. And I don't always get that level of contrast from Rodinol. So I think I'm gonna next time I do it, I'm gonna try a roll of Delta one hundred, which is what I normally use, or a roll of um FB four, which is what I use, Delta four hundred Delta one hundred or uh, FB four. That's my normal go to. So yes, I would recommend if you want to have a go, then just yeah, have a go. You can pick up the the chemistry uh, relatively cheaply. Um, if you already develop black and white or color film, then you've got everything that you need to to get on with it and do it. Yes, so I think that's about it. All I want to cover with uh, Caffeinol. I'll just uh, put in there a lot of the information that I read came from. Uh, I'll quote a website now, it's just the caffeinol-cookbook.com. Now, if you go to that, you can get a, a PDF of the caffeinol cookbook, and there's a lot of really cool information in there about caffeinol, about the different dilutions, how it works, why it works, people sort of testimonialing about it. Um, right, that's it, I think, for uh, this section at least. I'm going to drop in now a, a call-in that... I got from the aforementioned Andrew Bartram probably about way too long ago now. Um, I want to say it was the end of January. So 
Sorry, Andrew. I have been meaning to put this on for a while, but um, I just forgot. Sorry, dude. Um, yeah, so I'm going to drop this call in um, from Andrew, where he is talking about another supplier that he would like to give a shout to. Okay, so... Hello, Neil. It's uh, Andrew here. I was just listening to one of your shows where you were talking about Analog Wonderland's awesomeness, and I agree. Their variety and one-stop shop nature of what they do is superb. Um, another great company that I dealt with recently was Morco Photographic, and I thought I'd give them a shout-out as well because they get very little love, and they supply lots of schools. And you were talking uh, about you know education and students, but they supply schools and colleges. They don't supply anything like the range that Analog Wonderland does, but uh, I thought they were an interesting company, very nice to deal with, and we're just blessed, aren't we, with the sheer number of um, uh, outlets for film and paper and places like Analog Wonderland with all the other cool stuff as well, with the T-shirts and pins and so on and so forth. So, uh, yeah, keep up the good work, Neil. Catch you later. Bye. Okay, so there we go. Thanks, Andrew. Um, that's Morco Limited. Um, they're a UK company. I, I'm not sure whereabouts in the UK they're based. Doesn't really doesn't really matter, does it? Oh, they're based in Newark in Nottinghamshire. If that means anything to anyone that's listening to this, um, the mail order. Obviously, um, I'm on their website right now. Um, just to give you a look. Their website is Morco M O R C O dot UK dot com. So it's a slightly different to normal website. So Morco dot UK dot com. Uh, not co.uk, not .com, just morco.uk.com. <clears throat> so like Andrew said, they do, they get involved in like, educational things as well. Now, uh, I'll be straight up now, I've not used Morco. Um, I'm not really, really familiar with them other than what I've seen on their website. So I'm going to just look at their website, just tell you a little bit more about what they have. So they, they do, they, I mean, they, they are analog and a bit of digital. Um, say that from the offset they do be appear to be leaning a bit more towards analog so the first um tab i guess is just called traditional which is your mm, that's black and white film black and white paper chemicals it's film and paper and chemicals basically and darkroom equipment so just a quick sort of look on there darkroom they got this sort of standard darkroom um like processing kit so like trays tanks blah 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 uh, lots of trays, force washers, dark bags, you know, the standard stuff like that. Um, paper, they've got a very decent range of Ilford and Foma and Kentmere on there. What they got under, what got under film? Again, some Foma, some Delta. Bog rolls of Foma, if you're into that thing. Yeah, not a massive range. They're Ilford, yeah. Ilford and Foma appears to be their bag. And some triax as well. That's cool. They've even got a bit of a four by five there by the looks of it as well. Nice. Um, they also lean heavily towards sort of studio stuff as well. So if you're into if you're a studio photographer, whether it's analog or, or digital, it might be worth a look. They've got uh, color armors and various backgrounds, collapsible backgrounds, and all the sort of supports and stuff like that to go with it. Some studio lighting. What have we got here? Uh, lots of Elencrom gear, uh, barn door sets. 145 Jesus, 145 items they've got in there. Uh, various cables, quadra packs, Elencrom receivers, Elencrom ring flashes. Looks like they like their Elencrom stuff. Anyway, the fascia bag, 
a lot of uh, like the quadra, the Elencom, yeah, Elencrom quadra kits, like the portable ones. They've got lots of them on there. Uh, moving on, well, they have a cameras section. It's all analog, awesome. Not very much, to be fair. Uh, in some Instax, uh, a few Holgers. Uh, so got the one twenty N Holger, the one three five Holger, uh, a Harman Obscura, Ilford Harman Titan, and the Ilford HP five single use cameras. That's quite cool. Eight pounds each. Not, that sounds quite good. Um, memory cards, batteries, accessories. Anyway, we don't really need to go into all this. Uh, st ooh, storage and presentation. That's quite interesting. So portfolio boxes and ooh, neg sleeves and folders and uh, what air in a can type stuff brilliant so yeah anyway i'm not going to go much deeper into that give them a check that's morco.uk.com and maybe you can go and see them i don't know if they have a shop yeah, uh, yeah judging from their address it's a mail order only place but they're on twitter um at morco uk they're even on Instagram. Oh, sweet, I'll give them a follow. Uh, they're just Morco Limited, M-O-R-C-O-L-T-D on Instagram. Go and give them a look. Um, maybe buy some stuff from them. Cool. Right, so that's Morco. Uh, thanks, Andrew, for that little tip. I'm going to take a little break now and, to, yeah, collect my thoughts because I'm doing lots of running and ahhing like normal. And I'll talk to you after the break. Cheers. <laughs> oh yeah and it was definitely show number 27 cheers